Welcome to episode 275 of the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast, and I'm your host, Denise. Today, we're going to carry on that theme about sales convincers and getting in front of your market and what are some of the things that you might want to consider. And we're doing a bit of a deep dive into the old psychology stuff again. Um, And the reason I'm doing this is because all of these um, strategies and ideas really, really work if you can work with how people work. Uh, I know, fascinating. And I get to use some jargon terms too, like modalities. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there everyone, this is Denise and welcome to today's episode of the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast and um, talk a little bit more about modalities and uh, how a little bit of knowledge on this subject can really help you as you're mapping out all of your your marketing. Um, If you are new here, uh, welcome. (laughs) There uh, are a lot more podcasts that you can listen to. If you're listening to this on iTunes, just scroll down. There's another, obviously, 274 that you might find useful. And uh, for the majority of them, there is a transcription over on Superfast Recruitment. Um, All you need to do is Google Superfast Recruitment and it's a .co.uk domain name. And sorry, that was the Superfast staff. He's just sighing. It's getting to the end of the week. She's had enough. So she'll just sign next to me there underneath the table. Um, So, yes. And uh, before I dive into working with uh, modalities, if you haven't downloaded our checklist, then uh, please, please do so, because it will really help to inform your marketing and give you a sense of, OK, um, I, I'm, I'm a one and two on this, but I'm a five on this. How can I make a difference? Where do I need to have my uh, my focus? Um, that will really help you. Um, you can grab a copy of that. All we all we ask in return is your name and email address. And if you go to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash MCL. Pop your name and email address um, into the into the boxes there, and uh, the report will be winging its way to you. Now, let's get into today's topic um, with uh, a, a focus on um, how you are presenting you and your offer in front of your market, unless you have been living under a rock. <laughs> for the last, I would say, 10 years, um, specifically the last five or six, you will know that communication and the way that you communicate with your clients uh, in a consistent and regular way makes a massive difference to your brand awareness, how people come across you in the first instance. And we're we're, we're going to talk about social media probably next week. Um, So how you are communicating in front of your market and to your market um, makes a massive difference to you and your success. 
So we've established that as a fact. And I know that many of you um, are, are doing content marketing. You're doing all these, these, these different things anyway. However, I want to give you some uh, rationale around it and why you might want to consider um, doing multiple strategies and how this might work for you. Let me explain a little bit about um, how, as human beings, we learn. Have you ever had that conversation when someone says to you, mm, I really need to see it. I, I can't, you know, I, I know you've just explained it to me in precise detail. However, I need to see a diagram. I need to understand how this works. Or maybe you're the sort of person that... Um, you like to mess around with things and you like to find out how, how things work. Or maybe you're the, um, the, the, that individual that likes to listen to things. Maybe you never watch any of our videos, but you listen to our podcasts. And this is all because of um, how we process information as uh, human beings. Now, I'm not going to get too geeked out on you here and it's important for you to um, have a handle on this uh, this information. So generally there are three groups. I, I could dive into it a little bit de more detail and talk to you about another subgroup that there is but let's just go with the fact that there are three key ways that we process information. The first one is visual. So I am quite a visual person. I like to look at images. I know that's probably bizarre, isn't it, that I'm the one that records the podcast. Anyway, I am visually preferenced. Um, and I am in the company of lots of people. Now, let me just explain this, that um, none of us are uh, entirely one preference. We all have a bit of everything. Um, however, we will all have a certain preference that is higher than others. So I'm in a group that is known as visual preference and uh, it's quite high actually. So 65% of the general population are visually preferenced. So quite high. It's around about, I think it's about 63, 65%, something like that. The next group after that, quite, quite sensibly, is those that are auditory preference. So we like to hear things. Um, you know, we are probably the ones that are, are, have always got those sort of ear jacks in and we're listening to podcasts. We like music and we like to you know, talk a lot. And those that that particular part of the population is around about 30 percent are auditory preferenced. Now, the final group. Um, and I do have some of this as part of my, uh, for my sins, I have this as part of my, uh, my my preferences. And that is the group known as kinesthetics. Yes, <laughs> I know it's a complex word. It's kinesthetics and uh, people who are uh, kinesthetic preference are very feely. They're very touchy, feely people. And, um, you know, they, they need to get a sense of things. They need to, to feel things um, to be able to process information. So we've got these three three groups. If you go online, you'll you'll see um, uh, this is often referred to as VAK 
learning styles. And um, that's why you will find that when your children, uh, I appreciate many of them are being homeschooled at the moment, that when they're in school, people write on blackboards, that the, um, the, the teacher will talk to them. They'll also get them to write in books. So there's lots of different things that way. All this helps our lear learning process. And it's, it's the way that we as human beings assimilate information. Now that you know that, it's a good idea to think about if if I know now that people like visual things, if people um, like to hear, if people like to get engaged um, and, you know, they are more kinesthetically preferenced, how can I use this in my marketing? And the fabulous thing is there are so many ways that you can use this in your marketing. Because let's be honest about it, as business owners, we want to touch and engage with as many people as possible where we know that our service could make a huge difference for them. So if we just have um, blog posts on our website, yes, we will, you know, we're going to gain some traction. Of course we are. There's all the elements around search engine optimization. People always love to read because of course they can transport themselves to somewhere visually. However, what about um, the other things that maybe we're missing out on if we don't uh, record a video or we don't jump on a podcast or we don't do all of those other things that we could do. So let me give you some ideas on where you might want to start um, when it comes to um, interacting with people and what, what some people might consider to be, um, you know, visual, uh, ideal marketing pieces for, for visual communica communicators, audio communicators, kinesthetic communicators. So let me just start there. Some of the things I'm going to mention um, will be blindingly obvious. Um, whether you are using them or not, I don't know. And hopefully this has given you some inspiration. Think about, ah, this is why I need to be thinking about these. Now, of course, um, with what I'm, I'm sharing here, there is another layer of detail to this as well, because um, not only, obviously, people are visual, visual, auditory, kinesthetic as a preference, some more than others. They also um, relate to different words and phrases that are visual, auditory, kinesthetic that you can add into your writing, that you can add into your podcasts and that you can add into your videos and things like that. Um, that is the topic for another, I think, deeper podcast that I might do in uh, in a few weeks time. So let me just obviously go into the first things to uh, be considering. And the easiest thing to do is to have a blog post, an article, something that's shared online, because this is the fundamental. This is a tick. I need to always make sure I do this. Now, obviously, when you write a blog post, think about the topics that you're writing. And you're probably wondering, well, how does this work for visual people? Um, well, people like to read the words that are on the page. And as they read the words in the page, they are often creating visual images in their mind. And of course, um, one of the things about um, you would never want to stop um, currently with the way that search engines are working, you would never want to not have blog posts that communicate value for your audience because 
even just from a site, your website, health perspective and authority position. Let's be honest, um, well-known people write books <laughs> and um, they write books and Amazon sells millions, probably billions of books, actually, um, both in a physical format and in Kindle every single year. So um, remember that it is important to start here because from a search engine optimization perspective, um, if you've got certain words and phrases in your particular uh, blog post, then there's a sporting chance that um, you will appear on Google. I've been working with a couple of clients recently who are getting new websites and uh, suddenly because they've um, upgraded their websites because they're adding more content to it, they are appearing higher and higher up in the in the in the search engine. So, you know, if you are thinking about, OK, how do I appeal to people? Um, then from a visual perspective, you want to be considering writing blog posts. Now, there's something here to, to think about is um, the formatting of your blog posts can freak out visual people. So if you've got a blog post and all of the content is bunched up together, don't do that. <laughs> it's not good because particularly for visual people, it switches them off. Um, it's a, more of a challenge to read. So make sure that um, you break up your content, particularly the, the fact that most people are reading things online these days. Then um, you need to space out the, the article, uh, make your sentences shorter, make your paragraphs um, smaller and use subheads. And of course, um, where you can use an image to represent what you are communicating. So you'll notice that often we have different images on uh, at Superfast and we'll have a main banner image um, that probably will, will be quite conceptualized around the topic. So this is about visual auditory kinesthetic. I might even have a visual auditory kinesthetic image somewhere that I will use that helps to focus focus people. So think about the structure of your post so it's easy to read. And if you're not sure, you know, check it out on all different devices as well. I've just been writing some website copy for a new brand of ours that we're launching. And I've noticed that um, I, I need to get, you know, our, our web guy, Jay, to do a little bit of uh, tweaking with the uh, with the uh, uh, the, the format because the the words and phrases are bunching up so you know when when it's read on a mobile so think about that so from a visual perspective obviously the first thing to do is to think about i need to write blog posts the second thing is um uh, lo love them or hate them using memes so using visual images in your posts will draw the eye and will draw attention. Now, it might be that um, you are writing something on LinkedIn. We can we can write up to something like, is it 200 words now um, uh, on LinkedIn and in one of our posts and updates, uh, which is great. We're sharing great content. However, if you add an image to that, that will help people, um, uh, particularly if they are visual because they'll get a sense of what you're trying to communicate. And of course, the other things to do is you'll see like positive quotations. The, the, the jargon term for these is memes. If you're not using memes in your marketing, again, just because you might not like them doesn't mean that they don't make an impact on other people. 
Now, the other most logical thing here, of course, is to uh, uh, create videos. It's a it's a topic that's raging at the moment in one of our one of our groups about different microphones to use and, and cameras and all this sort of stuff. But, you know, video is a great way to communicate. Now, the beauty about video and why it's so popular is because um, it's quite unique in the fact that it really does touch all of our learning styles because a we um, it's visual. So people are looking at something. Um, at the same time, people are hearing. So those people that are audi auditory preferenced are actually hearing um, what you are saying and that's having an impact on them. And also uh, what's what's pretty special about videos is because if you are looking into a video, you're talking, you're smiling, you're sharing something that is relevant for your audience, what that that does is it makes people feel good. And this is where we, we hit that kinesthetic button for many people because A, you know, people who are kinesthetic, you know, as a general rule, do tend to like other people. They like to see faces. They like to hear people talk. They like to see them. So when when a video is happening, you really do start to get that engagement and uh, you, you get that connection at a slightly deeper level. So if you're thinking about how do I impact kinesthetic people as well, visual is most certainly um, something to do. Um, the other thing you can do with um, with kinesthetic people as well is if you have quizzes, if you have surveys, because again, it's more hands on. They have to go on onto the keyboard and they have to tap something in. And uh, and, and that's how um, how people start to to engage as well. So think about visual. We've got, you know, obviously we've got our, our blog post. We've we've shared that um, uh, we, we, we create a video um, that really can have an impact for people. We've got memes and again, you know, video really does, um, you know, cross all barriers. That's why it is so, it's so popular at the moment. So if you're not doing uh, video, think about it now. Um, the final thing I want to talk about is audio and um, I am recording a podcast and uh, it, it's ironic because in the recruitment uh, market now, uh, many of, uh, I suppose you could say, some of our competitors are also using podcasts as though it's something amazing and something new. Uh, our podcast has probably been going now for at least six years. So we were doing it before, <laughs> before it was popular. Um, and uh, it's made a massive difference because I would say probably 95% of our clients have heard this podcast or listened to a number of episodes before they start working with us. And um, podcasting is, um, it, it's much easier than people realise. Um, I'm actually recording this, believe it or not, on a free piece of software called Audacity. Um, uh, yes, I'm, I've got a very expensive microphone, which is um, is driving me a bit crazy at the moment. But that's another story because it, um, it it keeps making these sort of sort of that's it type noises. <laughs> but anyway, that's another story. I recommend podcasting to um, many of our clients. Not all of them take it up because there is a little bit more technology involved. Um, and and by the way, if anyone's interested in podcasting, we can help you with that. Just just get in contact with us if you've decided you want to do that. What I love about podcasting is um, it's becoming increasingly popular. 
Um, I think in lockdown as well, it became even more, even more popular because people were going out for a walk and uh, they just needed to get away from Zoom and they were listening to different things. And you'd probably tend to find that um, more senior level um, individuals um, from different organisations will tune into podcasts and listen to them. So if you want to get to get your brand across then it's a great way um, to be able to do that from an auditory way. Now, um, I did promise I'd give you some ideas on how to leverage these different things. So we talked about video, we talked about blogs, we talked about podcasts. And uh, remember that um, we're talking here about hitting multiple modalities with multimedia. Um, often it's sometimes you'll hear it referred to as rich media. But always remember that if you've recorded a video, you can, and you, you'll notice that we do this sometimes too, you can take the audio portion of the video. Um, there's all sorts of software online that you can, uh, you can use. You can remove the audio and that audio can then be transcribed. So you can record a video, you, you strip out the audio, that audio can be transcribed and you'll notice that we do that with, with all of our podcasts. We basically use a transcription service and um, the, 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 the audio recording is transcribed. Um, we try and edit it a little bit, but it can take quite a, a long, uh, quite, quite a time. So we tend to sort of um, just take too many of the ums and ahs out and it's put on the website because we know that some people prefer to read. So that is why we do that. So you imagine with a video, um, you can, A, you've got the video, B, you can strip out the audio and you could even drop that audio into a podcast and um, that podcast can also be transcribed. So by recording one video, you've got so many different leverage points um, from, from that one piece of content. And the beauty of this, of course, is that you can provide content in multimedia format that hits multiple modalities for your audience. So there's no excuse um, for thinking, well, I'm, I'm not providing what all of my audience wants. I know for a fact that many people love listening to this podcast. We get a lot of positive feedback about it because it's easy to consume. You can listen to it, um, you know, as you are driving to work or, you know, doing your morning walk if you, you're in lockdown, whichever part of the world you're in. So, you know, there's multiple ways that, um, you know, that this, this podcast is used. And I know people like to listen to it. We also create our videos because we know that people like to, um, to view things too. So that is today's topic. A bit more geeking out around the science of, of communication, how people communicate. And uh, it, it's something I would suggest you consider. I, I always say to people, look, start with where you feel most comfortable because that's always a good thing to do. And then branch out, just keep doing more and more and more. And um, your confidence will grow. And of course, there's there's places out there that will help you with video marketing. They'll help you with podcasting. We do that. We'll help you with content creation. So there's lots of actually people out there that can help you get a start on this or at least train you. We This is what we do in Superfast Circle with all of our clients too. So multiple modalities helping you uh, interact and get on the radar of more of your clients. And uh, this is Denise saying bye for now. 
If you enjoy this podcast and you are ready to take your marketing to the next level, then maybe it's time that you check out Superfast Circle. Because as a member of Superfast Circle, we are with you every single step of the way as you start to elevate your marketing to a new level. You get weekly calls, you get an online training uh, platform that you can access anytime, anywhere, on any device. You have events that you can uh, attend. We have a tech genius that can help you with your uh, technology and you also get your marketing collateral provided for you every single month that you are a member of the circle so if you would like to know more then head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash sfc have a look at what's involved what's included and then book a call with one of us and we can talk you through exactly what the next steps are we'll give you a demonstration of the program and we'll, we'll have a conversation about how this can work for you and your recruitment and staffing business so speak to you soon